Hey, hey, hey. Hello, everyone. Happy Tuesday. Thursday. Thursday? <laughs> Don't make this week start over again, Maurice. I guess I got to get used to the Thursdays. The once a month I know, Thursday. I know, because we did it's the a long tu- gap. Yeah, we did the Tuesday thing for so long. So yeah. every week. Every week. How did we do that? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I know. Because now I'm like, oh my gosh, we're here already. (laughs) By the way, everyone, you are listening to the Women of Vision show here on KCNR. Um, Thank you for tuning in and listening to us. We uh, missed you guys. Yeah, we love our new home, North State now. We do. We do. Thank you for inviting us. Our new home looks very much like our old (laughs) one. I mean, same red door. <laughs> oh, we got new microphone fuzzies, though. Those are cute. Oh, that is, they are cute. <laughs> Other than that, it looks a lot like our old home. I want to bring, like, a pink one or a purple one, <laughs> just like my phone. So what did you – let's catch up for a quick sec. What did you do – oh, oh, we should also mention that we're missing two of our radio wives, yeah, and Sarah. If you ladies are listening, hi. Miss you. We miss you. You can call in if you want. Yes, you can. <laughs> They're both very busy. In um, case um, Alicia says something, I don't know, inappropriate. <laughs> in case? You mean like when? <laughs> call her out. When that happens? <laughs> we are in a delay, right? <laughs> there is, hopefully. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if not, we should probably find out. Yeah. Or well, we could just see what happens and let the phone calls come in as they may. That would be cool. <laughs> that would be cool because, yeah, it's been encouraging folks to call in and, you know, um, just engage with us. Yeah. Because I feel like this is, as you can tell, like our format is more like conversational. Yeah. We explore ideas together and, um, yeah, we're moms and you know, wives yeah. and who knows, <laughs> your girlfriend. And, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up because I think you're right. I think that that's what sets our show apart is the fact that we are like, you know, girlfriends that get together. And when I think like any time that you haven't seen a girlfriend in a while, you know, it's, oh, my God, I have so much to tell like, what you. Happened? Like, what happened? Let's catch a lot, up. A little too much. Yes. And and what do girlfriends do? They talk about everything, right? They talk mm-hmm. about their family. They talk about work. They talk about all kinds of stuff and, and some taboo topics, which are my favorites. Um, yes. So, you know, I think that's what this show is about. And if you are listening and you, you know, want to call in and talk to us about you know, maybe something that we're going to be um, discussing later on in the show or just anything in general that you find interesting, mm-hmm. we want to hear about it. Like, we we want to hear about it. We want to talk to you. Yeah. Or some nagging question. Some <laughs> nagging question. Yeah. Some nagging question or, yeah, anything. Something you want to challenge us with. Well, I don't know. Should I ask? Oh, <laughs> that would be fun. That would be fun. So, yeah. So, anyway, we... um we started talking like, well, mm-hmm. we, as in the ladies here in the group, we were talking about kind of the struggles that go with um, distance learning and even what it's like now, because I think most schools are back, you know, on campus. Mm-hmm. I think most students now are back on campus. I know there are some parents that have elected to keep their kids off, but I think most are now back on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, kind of like this, like, you know, do, doing a whole social distance yeah, thing, Yeah, but though. that's the thing that I think is really hard, and I know that we kind of, we've talked a lot about that, and one of the reasons why I decided that we wanted to talk about it tonight on the show, because um, 
Well, it's been a real struggle. It's been such a struggle, I mean, it was injected, right? like, what, when we went on quarantine March last year? Yeah. And it was such, um, like, just like a blur. I feel like it, it happened so fast. Yeah. And it was just a whirlwind of things. Like, oh, here, this is it. This is the... You know, this is the Zoom link. This, this is, is the, the new way that we're doing yeah. it. And, okay, no, wait, just kidding. We're not going to do it that way. We're going to do it this way now. And everyone stay at home. And then now, and you know what's really hard, too, is that I feel like just as we started to get used to being at home, mm-hmm. and, I and I mean, if you guys could see me, I'm saying used to with air quotes, um, but then it was, okay, now let's go back on campus and yeah. let's regroup and let's see. And then it was, oh, no, just kidding. Yeah, we're going to go, go back. We're going to go back to distance learning and now. And I think that's the thing that's been so hard for so many of us. And I think particularly our kids is that back and forth, mm-hmm. you know. I know that's the inconsistency. Yeah. And it's so hard, too, because. I mean, none of us have gone through this before. We can't, you know, we want our school administrators, we want our superintendents, we want them to be like the gods and have the answers to everything. And expertise. Yeah, and the expertise. And I'm sure they're all like, hello, this is the first time we're going through this too. We're trying to... That's a good point, Licia, because when I talk to the teachers, I always like try to, um, you know, say just be sympathized with them and say, yeah. I know that <laughs> it's a struggle for you guys mm-hmm. as much as it is for us. I'm mm-hmm. sure more for them. Yeah. You know, and we can't really forget that because they are professionals and they want to do right by our kids. But yeah, um, they're also short-sighted and lack the experience. Well, and I think our teachers too are such treasures, right? Because you, I mean, let's face it, you don't go into teaching for the money. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't. You you don't grow up and go. But after COVID, they should. They, well, they, they should, should get paid more, right? So if you if you go into that field, it's because that's your passion, that's your calling, and and God bless you for willingly walking into a classroom of thirty seven year olds. I'm not gonna lie, thirteen year olds. That is my hell. I mean, I would just be like, that's a whole lot of no. Nope. No, my that's gosh, that's a whole lot of no. Nope. A classroom of seven and eight year olds is a whole lot of hell no. Mm-hmm. So if you are that person that wants to do that every day for your life, I commend you. God and bless you. God bless you literally. So how difficult it must be for you then to some degree even be villainized, right? Yeah. Because parents are like, you should be doing better. You should be doing this for my kid and you should be doing that for our kids and and these poor teachers, these poor teachers yeah. you know. Um, before we get going further, we should mention that we have someone in the studio we with us. Do. I don't know how far she wants to disclose herself, <laughs> but she's a good friend she's of mine. Like, I was sitting here quietly. <laughs> Marie, leave me alone. Yeah, but she's laughing over there. You know, it's okay. <laughs> and she she's very. Um, I I feel like she wouldn't be my friend if I didn't think you know that she has a great soul and mind and i love her truly i've grown to love her and um i i brought her here because you know we all just share she's a mom just like me Mm -hmm. and we all have the same experience with distance learning and um that and she's also very intelligent more than she thinks she is or i think she (laughs) is she knows she is but she's just like trying to downplay it (laughs) but yeah you can introduce yourself if you want oh hello i'm jin there she is, you guys. <laughs> it's her first time here, so um, kind of a 
newbie on the mic. Yeah. <laughs> One day okay. you will love this. We don't bite. Okay. Not hard. Oh, nor the anyway. mic. The mic doesn't bite either. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's, just, it's really cool. If anything, we tend to slap it around. I know. <laughs> and then we look away too often, and then it's just kind of a mess. So, yeah. anyway, welcome. Welcome Thanks. to our fun little family. Yeah. <laughs> Although tonight's uh, um, topic is going to be a little serious, but yeah. we can make good light of it. Too. Yes. Yes, absolutely. There absolutely. has been some light to this, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. There's definitely been some silver linings if you, again, choose to look for them. Yeah. Yeah. But the bottom line is we don't want our kids failing. No. <laughs> I almost feel like there needs to be a wash this year. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know if you guys have ever talked about that, but there's this part of me, like, with some of the friends that I've talked to, we're kind of like, you know what? I just don't think that this year should, hold, like, be held against anyone. Do you know what I mean? Agreed. Like, it should just be like a wash. Like, oh, your GPA went into the toilet. Why can't, why we can't get it? it? Yeah. Why not? Right. Right. Please. Wh- right. Please. Your GPA went down the drain. Love it. <laughs> We're good. We're all good. You survived. That's good enough. You know, I, I don't know. I know that, I know that legally and all that stuff, it can't work that way. But <laughs> it would be nice, right? Yeah. If everyone could Please. just be like... <laughs> Well, we have one minute or less before our next commercial, but if you do want to share your story for your frustration or any cool things that you've done to navigate through this process or any this whole... Any skills you've learned? Dude, or I'd love to know. Me too. Yeah. The no, number literally. is 605-4567. 605-4567. I would love to know. I would love to know. I'm me done too. scouring the internet. I'm just, I'm just done sometimes. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. Let it come to me. <laughs> yeah. Like and some live person. Give me your experience. Absolutely. And not only do we want to hear from parents, but if there are any students out there listening that oh, yeah. want to share your, you know, you want to share that perspective and teachers, same as well. Teachers, we'd love to hear from you. So, yes. Yeah. We'll be right back. We'll be Women right of back. Vision Show here at KCNR, North State Now. Shasta Regional Medical Group, we're focused on the health matters that matter to you, like having a primary care doctor you trust. Our physicians put patients first. They take the time to listen to your needs and concerns, and they provide the information you need to make good decisions about your own health. At Shasta Regional Medical Group, you have an integrated network of caregivers and specialists working to serve you in a compassionate, patient-centered environment. We're conveniently located right across the street from Shasta Regional Medical Center. To make an appointment, call Shasta Regional Medical Group today at 605-4260 or visit us online at ShastaRegionalMedicalGroup.com. Shasta Regional Medical Group, your primary care is our primary concern. I'm celebrating local heroes. Tune in the second Thursday each month at 6.05 p.m. right after the news for Heroes of the North State on North State Now. 
I'm Michelle Slade. During North State Now, we will speak with your neighbors, friends, family, and community members who give back, not to be recognized, but because it's the right thing to do. During these conversations, we will learn what truly makes our community and the people in it. Join me the second Thursday of each month at 6.05 p.m. right after the news for Heroes of the North State on North State Now. It's never too late to achieve your dream, to turn a skill into a career. At Shasta College, we have late start classes right now and online classes where the commute from the couch to the class has never been easier. We're also offering eight-week compressed classes, same units, half the time. Now is the right time to upskill or reskill for high-demand jobs employers are hiring for. Find out more. Visit ShastaCollege.edu today. Pulse Urgent Care at 100 East Cypress Avenue would like to thank you for your support during 2020. Pulse is happy to announce they are reopening their urgent care services and are accepting patients by appointment only between 10 a.m. and 5 p.m. on weekdays and 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Saturdays. Pulse follows public health guidelines. Masks are required along with social distancing. Please call ahead at 530-722-1111 for a screening, appointment, and further information. Anyone can be tested for COVID-19, and same-day appointments are often available. Average turnaround time is between two and three days. Testing is critical to help contain the spread of COVID-19. It is vital to know if a person has the virus so they can remain isolated until they're no longer contagious. This helps keep case numbers low. We need our case rate and positivity rates to drop so we can move into a less restrictive tier. And testing is a way we can all help with that. You can make an appointment at lhi.care slash COVID testing. Hi, guys. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Maurice and Licia and Jin here with, hey. uh, with you tonight. Hi, hi. We're um, talking about distance learning or virtual learning, however you want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The struggles and, oh, man, the many ups and downs of it. And, um, and not just distance learning, but, you know, also what it's like for, because we had talked about it a little bit before we came on air about, you know, um, a lot of schools like the school that my daughter goes to, and I think it's similar with almost all of the schools now, is uh, the the pod setup. You mm-hmm. know, so students go into their classroom, and that's their family, and that's it. And they go to recess with that same, uh, you know, classroom of kids. They have sectioned um, off areas of playgrounds. Um and it's hard. I think it's really hard for a lot of the more social kids who, mm-hmm. especially kids who have, you know, their core group of friends that are in other classes. And now, like, my daughter, her, like, her ride-and-die kind of girlfriends mm-hmm. are not in her not classroom. Yeah. And that's been really tough for her. I mean, she has friends. She has a, a good girlfriend in the classroom that she's in now, but she's not allowed. You know, she's 11 and she's a very active 11 year old. <laughs> um, and she's not allowed to go out on the playground and Aww. run to her best friends and play. And if she does, or any of the other students do, understandably so, the yard duties have something to say about that. Oh my gosh. They are like, you mm, know, yes. yeah. It's like the Berlin freaking wall at the, um, you know, at the playground. And, and again, there's a part of me that's like, I get it, right? We're doing the best that we can to keep our students safe. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but there are a lot of activities that are being taken away. And yeah. I don't know. It's just, uh, 
it's a hard thing, I think, for kids. Um, but speaking of that, we have a caller, it looks like. Um, she is a fellow parent of a student that goes to an elementary school here in town. Um, so, hello, caller. You are on the air. Hi there. Hi. Hi. Thanks for calling in. No problem. Okay. So, Christina, we want to know, what are your thoughts? Yes. <laughs> what are your thoughts on all of this? On you know, I absolutely hated distance learning. Yeah, um, I don't have the patience to be a teacher. I don't have the. Not only that, I work, and it was it was as if all of us moms were supposed to um, wear seventeen extra hats and just be expected to have our kid in at this time and off at this time and here and there and. Um, I think it was really, really, really hard. And I know that it was hard for a lot of people, uh, but it was really hard for us. My daughter's very social, and for her, she really, really lacked um, seeing her friends, and her grades showed that. I mean, it mm-hmm. was so awful. And she would tell me, I have headaches. I have headaches because she all of a sudden was having to be logged onto this computer for yeah. hours and hours. So um, going back to school, she caught up on all her missing assignments, and she was thriving. And um, she loves being back. The biggest part, hardest part now being back is still being distanced from her friends. I said, oh, did you talk to so-and-so today? She's like, well, it's really hard between social distancing and wearing my mask to hear them. So we just wave at each other. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's heartbreaking. Or the fact that um, they haven't been able to play any sports was really tough. Just nothing. Going from being very social in all aspects of school and sports and life to absolutely nothing and just stay home. And here we're coming up on our one-year anniversary of our two-week lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. So precious. <laughs> our one-year anniversary of our two-week lockdown. Uh, nailed it. Yeah. Yeah, I I know. That's seriously and that's that's hard because yeah, you're right. I mean it's like the kids go back and we want them to have sort of the most normal kind of school experience and it's just not that. It's just it's just not that. And yeah, the whole um having to balance being a parent and working an employee yeah, an employee or business owner. Um it was so, and just like I was saying earlier, like not all of us were built to be teachers, you know. And I definitely was not. And, no. they're, and I mean, I don't think they're paid enough. I think they're undervalued. I think there's a lot of a lot of lessons that came from this. Um, but I really appreciate them being open. I know that it's not their um, it's not their choice. Our kids are in public school, so we have to follow the rules. I'm so over it. Really, really, yeah. yeah. Just want to get back to normal. So. Um, I know we've been back in school five days a week for a long time, and recently, hopefully with us moving into this year, they'll, they'll change things. But just recently, they said, with probably a month ago, um, now the kids have to wear the mask at lunch, at recess, and at PE if they're doing PE there. Mm. <laughs> oh, my so gosh. breaks at all. Mm. So hard. Mm-hmm. So hard. I feel so bad for our little ones. 
You know, I really do. I really do. Well, thank you so much for calling in. I feel like you really um, hit the nail on the head with a lot of what you said. I think all of us can relate to that and agree with that. And you know what I think is really sad, too, is I think there are so many parents, because I know, like, just talking to, again, talking to friends, that feel like they're they're alone in the sense of, like, my kid's not thriving, I'm not thriving, what am I doing wrong? And it's not that. Yeah, and I think that... um that people are afraid to speak up and ask because there's a lot of COVID shaming. If you're hanging out with other people, people are shaming you. If yeah. you're at home or ask or whatever. So it's been really difficult to actually speak up and maybe ask for help for things because you risk running, especially if you run a business, then you risk running that, um, every, you know, people may be upset with you for this or for that. So it's kind of a, a lose-lose and ready for some normalcy, but mm-hmm. I hated just concerning. I hated being a teacher. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I'm with you there, too, Christina. It's, it's such yeah. a tough situation to be in, and even just as regular um, moms, we already have more than 17 hats we, we put on. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> and with COVID, just, it just got to be more. And would you say that, um, like, you know, taking on this role with your family, like, did, do you think that impacted your relationship with your daughter and your kids, like, in a negative or yeah, positive I way? That, I mean, we're pretty close as it is, but um, it, <laughs> I think that you're just suffocated at home, you know, yeah. so, um it didn't impact my other relationship, my new husband at all, because he got to go to work every single day. But at first, I was annoyed that he got to go to work every day, and none of us were. But other than that, um, I definitely realized that, you know, I don't want to be a stay-at-home mom. And she's like, no, I don't want you to be a stay-at-home mom, and I don't want to stay home either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Please, mom, get away. It, it was. <laughs> the best day of the year. (laughs) (laughs) It was Christmas when we got to send them back to school. (laughs) Totally. I was going to go drop her off whether they were open or not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That is amazing. (laughs) So relatable. (laughs) So relatable. All right. Do we have anything else we want to go over? I think we're good. We're going on our next commercial. All right. Thank you so much for calling in. So appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. And that right there, I mean, that's why, like, a lot of people are, like, so I've been homeschooling my kids since the beginning, but it's not, it's different than distance learning, home. It is different. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure new, new parents that are now home with their kids are realizing no, I do not want to be, yeah. you know, a stay-at-home parent or homeschooling my kids mm-hmm. or some something like that because it's a completely different role, you know. Yeah. I, anyway, just and then the, the whole distance learning format too is different. It is. It, like yes. the whole Zoom and or virtual, <clears throat> um, you know, or Google Meets. Some people have Google Meets. Yeah. But it's like one-dimensional, and you're talking to a screen, and then and then her mentioning about the headaches, like. My son was getting that too. Really? Yeah. So I didn't even think about that. But um, yeah, like I, I can see why I don't like going in virtual meetings myself. It's like, do, do I have to stick through this whole, you know, yeah. process? I have a hard time with screens now too. Um, and uh, I have found that like blue, those uh, those mm-hmm. blue blockers, those blue, you know, yellow lenses, whatever you guys are talking about. Um, 
I have um, one. Those help so much. And even just like my readers help. But I'm the same way. I can't stare at a screen for too long. My eyes, it strains my eyes. And um, and I think too, and maybe we can circle back to it when we get back. There are a lot of kids who I think um, have learning differences. Yes. And when you are a child that has a learning difference, um, that is particularly challenging when you are either a distance learner or even something like this where you're going to school and you can't approach your teacher, your teacher can't approach you, um, you can't participate in certain activities that would otherwise stimulate your brain in such a way Mm -hmm. that then benefits you academically. So, yeah, let's definitely um, loop, loop back into that. Yeah. I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors, um, Josie Ramirez with Everbloom Skincare. Give her a visit, you guys, at 660A Azalea Avenue. She does facials, natural acne clinic, botanical based non toxic skincare. To Ash and Jazz at Lit From Within, 2449 Athens Avenue. They do organic spray tanning, infrared sauna, light therapy, natural teeth, whitening, yoga, meditation, dance, hip hop fitness, Pilates, kids yoga, and kids dance. They do a lot. <laughs> and um, to Bev Gray with Zervita, she offers the most delicious and nutritious drink called Zeal. Not only is it nutritious, but it also gives you energy, vibrancy, and boosts your immune system. So, um, yeah, we'll be right back. Um, we're going to continue the discussion on distance learning. And, um, yeah, if you'd like to um, participate and give us a call, number is 605-4567. We'll be right back. Women of Vision Show here in North State now. some popcorn, grab your favorite beverage, and get ready to celebrate local filmmakers with the 13th Annual Sundial Film Festival. Happening March 6th, the Sundial Film Festival is presented by the Active 2030 Club of Reading. The event has gone virtual this year, so you can enjoy the array of films from the comfort of your own home. It's free to view the Sundial Film Festival happening March 6th at 6 p.m. All you have to do is go to sundialfilmfestival.com and RSVP. The 13th Annual Sundial Film Festival happening March 6th online at sundialfilmfestival.com. Founded in 1995, GI Pathology is the only physician-owned laboratory in the United States dedicated solely to the practice of gastrointestinal and liver pathology. The company provides the highest quality GI pathology diagnosis made exclusively by one of our fellowship-trained gastrointestinal and liver pathologists. GI Pathology delivers results to its Northern California client base within an industry-leading 24 hours. Call 888-2-GI-PATH or go to www.gipath.com for more information. This is Judy Maxwell. Life can happen in an instant. Sometimes you plan for it, like retirement or taking care of your family. Sometimes it's a surprise, like a winter storm with home or property damage. Sometimes it may be an unexpected accident or illness or even a premature death. Whatever life throws at you, you'll wish you had gotten the right insurance when you had the chance. That's where Maxwell Insurance can help. For more than a quarter century, we've been serving the North State because it's our home, too. Give us a call at 221-0441 to let us help you review your policies and prepare you for whatever your future holds. Maxwell Insurance, 1378 Hilltop Drive, 221-0441. 
Orchard Nutrition Center, your local neighborhood health food store. We are dedicated to the healthy lifestyle, and we strive for a high standard to carry organic, GMO-free, and clean, healthy products. Because you are worth it. Because you are worth it. Because you are worth it. We have certified nutritionists on staff that take pride in helping you. Supporting local, we're all in it together. Orchard Nutrition Center, Cypress Square Shopping Center, Reading. Hi, this is Dr. Trudy Pratt. My chiropractic and nutrition practice in downtown Reading has been helping people feel better for over 20 years. We pride ourselves in really listening to our patients and then tailoring a program of nutrition, chiropractic care, massage, and exercise that's just right for you. The results can be dramatic. Call 244-7873. That's 244-7873. Thank you. you guys uh we are back thank you for tuning in this is the women division show on kcnr 96.5 fm um we are chatting tonight about the trials tribulations the struggles <laughs> The, the joy. <laughs> well, the, the, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know if that's joy. joy. <laughs> the, you gotta find joy in it. Yeah, I guess. Or you could just be like, screw this. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> we are talking tonight about what it's been like for those of us who have kids who are struggling with like the distance learning, not just distance learning, but now that the kids are back in school and what kind of those new um, classroom rules are and what the new the rules are crazy sometimes they are and i get you know it's like on the one hand i get it right we have to Mm -hmm. we have to practice certain safety measures to keep everybody safe because otherwise we do go back into a lockdown and nobody like that yeah i mean i get it but it's hard when you're yeah when you have an active child and we were kind of talking about that a little bit just before we cut to commercial um we were talking about kids that have Learning differences. Yeah. I don't want to say special. I don't like that. Special needs or learning disability. Can we we stop with that whole learning disability thing? That's an irritating. I I like what you say. I like your word. Learning difference. Yeah. Learning differences. That's all it is. I mean, some of us are auditory. Some of us are um, social, visual. Yeah. Yeah. Some are tactile. Some are visual. Some are auditory. Some are, I mean, we all, I think I read somewhere that there's like seven, seven different ways that the brain learns. I know I'm oversimplifying that, but you know what I mean? Like there are yeah. seven, seven different ways. I don't know why I can't talk tonight. Um, that how people learn. And, and I've always kind of questioned like the traditional sort of classroom style of just sitting at a desk and mm-hmm. staring at a teacher. I mean, again, it's like intellectually, I understand why things are done the way they're done, but then I'm also kind of like, nah, that's, yeah, can we try something different? You know what I was growing up? We are. Up? distance learning. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's forced upon us. Yes. It, it, <laughs> yeah. When I was growing up, I went to this um, elementary school. It's a Waldorf school, so it's kind of like a Montessori. I've heard of them. Yeah. yeah so it's kind of like a Montessori, right? Yeah. It's like, you know, you kind of do things at your own pace. And that was, and then I made the transition from this Waldorf school to a public school, and that was bananas. I, my brain was just like. No, I don't get this. Oh, really? Uh-uh. I didn't know you came from there. I, so I grew up in a small town, and the school that I went to was called Mountain Meadow. It's a total hippie school. <laughs> now it's called, like, Mendocino Waldorf or something. I don't know. Anyway, I had, like, 12 kids in my class, all the way from, like, 
kindergarten to fifth grade. It was like the same 12 kids. We called our teachers by their first name. Sometimes we called them by their last name, but most of the time we called them by their first name. And um, we had teachers that were named Bear, and we had teachers that were named Rainbow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I think we had, I think I even had a teacher or a teacher in the school that was called Raisin. 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 Okay. So it was a very, like, hippy-dippy kind of school, but it was super cool because we did so much of our classwork outside. We mm-hmm. would go inside, we'd sit down at our, you know, tables, at our desks, and we would do our math, and we would do whatever, and then the teachers would be like, all right, out we go, and we'd go outside, and we would sometimes just sit on the ground in a circle and do our schoolwork out there. Or it was just really immersive. It was super, super cool. And I kind of wish more public schools would adopt that kind of um, philosophy of being more interactive. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like more physical yeah. than just sitting in a class. Or thinking outside a box. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that? It's well, standardized so. testing. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Everyone just memorizes everything just and then have to take a test. Just memorize it and take a test. Mm-hmm. And then, and who can, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm going to go down such a rabbit hole here, you guys. Okay. Seriously, this is how my – sorry, everyone who are tuning in. This is how my brain works. So the other day, yesterday, I was working with my daughter. She was taking an American government test, and I'm just going to read you off one of the questions that was on her American government test, and I had such a tantrum, like – a full-on two-year-old tantrum, and I told her teacher she is not going to answer these questions, and that's just all there is to it. You tell me what you think of this question. Okay. Now, no, I'm just going to ask the question, and I'm not even going to, like, worry about it. According to demographic trends, Hispanic female who works at a bank in Los Angeles is most likely to vote for a candidate from which party? Constitution, Libertarian, Democratic, or Republican? That's entirely unfair. Where what? Is, where, what do I say again? A Hispanic what was the question? woman. So the question is, this is this was a test, mind you. Sorry, I keep knocking the microphone. See? This was a test. The question was, if you are a Hispanic woman working at a bank in Los Angeles, what political party are you most likely associated with? Constitution, Libertarian, Democratic, or Republican? You are graded on this answer, by the oh, way. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. The answer, the correct answer, apparently, again, air quotes, is Republican. Really? Um, no, I'm sorry. Democratic. It was Democratic. I was like, wait. Yeah, <laughs> I was like. It was Democratic. Okay, here's the next question. The correct answer was Democratic. So the next question is, which of these people is most likely to self-identify as a Republican? An African-American male uh, electrician who is part of a union, an Asian-American female artist who lives in Seattle, a white female teacher who lives in an apartment in Boston, or a white male engineer who lives in a suburb in Miami. Which of these people is most likely to self-identify as a Republican? Two pancakes on a roof. Uh-huh. That's terrible. Who the hell cares, right? Yeah. So I wow. had a fit. I said, no, you're not You're not answering that. You're not answering those questions. They, there's no validity to anything that is, oh, yeah, I had a fit. So anyway, the teacher was like, oh, my God, how did I not catch that on the test? So she allowed us to not, or for so, my daughter to not answer it. Because once I said, no, I don't think so. Oh, good we're for not, you. We're not going down that road. Um 
What grade is she? She is a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I've just really thought that was, and you know what's sad mm. is, again, this is the kind of thing that if she were in a classroom, she and her classmates and the teacher, and even the teacher said she openly acknowledged that she, like, missed those questions on the test. Like, she didn't obviously write those mm-hmm. questions. This is just part of standardized, you know, nonsense. Um, but she said, God, you know, I feel like this was a missed opportunity for me because I could have had a discussion with my yeah. students about what this means. Why could this question, why could these two questions have been placed on this test? And what are your thoughts on it? And instead my daughter was looking at those two questions like, on her own. Um, I don't. Confused. Well, how do I yeah. answer that? And I was like, you don't. You're not yeah. going to. You're not Good going job, to. Good job, Mom. So I think that's yeah. part of like sort of pro, pros and cons, right? So like learning in class with the teacher, like, yeah, there's collaboration with the yes. teacher and the students. But then now you're teaching your your, your um, daughter to kind of have a critical thinking too. Yes. You know, and like stepping back and questioning and critical thinking comes from collaboration critical thinking comes from talking to people and listening to other people's ideas Mm -hmm. it doesn't come from just reading a book or an arbitrary test like that one critical thinking in my mind anyway is inspired by other people's thoughts and ideas and it allows you to look at things in a way that maybe you didn't already a different lens that you didn't already and yeah it just yeah and that, uh, that goes that goes into like the different ways of learning you know our different um, avenues learning, of learning and yeah yeah my son i have one who's just that was it. Yeah, after a year of distance learning, I'm like, and I didn't really want to bring them back to school just because of the back and forth. Yes. Oh, we're going back. Oh, no, no we're, we're not. not. We're going back. Oh, wait, it's a snow day. Wait, it's a ash day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fires. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, I have a headache. Yeah. So, but in the end, yeah, like just the struggling and the grades slipping. So yeah. I'm like, you need to collaborate with other students and teachers. Mm-hmm. And also it was just getting really hard to get a hold of teachers. That's um, a big complaint I hear from and a lot of I, students. I have work, like, you know, um, our caller here, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't be emailing teachers while I have work, you know, like, yeah, just, and then again, the amount of screen time and emailing and working, so I'm like, you need to just go talk to your teachers in yeah. person and find out what's happening, and um, he's doing a lot better now, thank good. God. Good. That's know? good. And now it's, the responsibility is on him now, as opposed to, like, you know, just on him and me. Yeah. But now he's taking a full-blown responsibility with his education, which I like him to be because he's yes. stepping into high school soon. So that's good. That but, yeah, that's the learning. For him. Yeah, that, for me, like, he needs that type of learning environment is to collaborate with other students and teachers. Yeah. And other students are so smart, you know. Um, yes. I, I like to think that my kid is is um, with other students smarter than him. Yeah. And also he can be va- valuable to Absolute, other students. Absolutely. Right. He he can be, it's almost like, I guess for lack of a better word, like the student and the teacher in a way. Mm-hmm. Right. He, it, I think there's something to be said about not being the smartest kid in class but being kind of in the middle of the road because you still have that learning opportunity and then you can still kind of relate to another kid that yeah. might, you know, Which is hard to you. determine when you're at home with it your mom. Is. It <laughs> is. Who's like the smartest person in the room? Because we're the smartest person in the room. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> exactly. I am the boss. <laughs> 
Well, needless to say, there's a lot of fights. Um, anyway, we'll get back on that. Right. We have one minute. I'm just going to name a few more of our sponsors. Um, I'm going to give a shout-out to Felicia Tortorici with All Fired Up. She's at 1796 Churn Creek. She does pottery painting, life casting, board art clay, prints, clay, and fused glass workshops. With Dana Grant, Master Intuitive Life Coach. With uh, Max Mallory World Financial Group Life and Health Insurance Agent, and Bohem Salon and Spa, Ali, how are you doing? Uh, go give her a visit, you guys, 961 Dana Drive, Suite 130. To relieve trading, they are plant-based medicine that's, um, that works naturally and affordably. Their deep freeze pain relief is super good, you guys. I use it to my, on myself all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad. Um, and to Sarah Marie Spectrum, unleash your dreams, own your imagination, sarahmariespectrum.com. She is our resident unicorn. We'll be right back, you guys. Women Division Show here at KCNR. Celebrating local heroes. Tune in the second Thursday each month at 6.05 p.m. right after the news for Heroes of the North State on North State Now. I'm Michelle Slade. During North State Now, we will speak with your neighbors, friends, family, and community members who give back, not to be recognized, but because it's the right thing to do. During these conversations, we will learn what truly makes our community and the people in it. Join me the second Thursday of each month at 6.05 p.m. right after the news for Heroes of the North State on North State Now. A jewel of the North State, a place we love to go and love being members. The view, the best in the North State, from the restaurants, meeting rooms, and of course, on the award-winning 18-hole golf course, Riverview Golf and Country Club. It's the place to belong. Go in and meet the friendly staff today or go to their website at riverviewgolf.net and find out about their introductory memberships. Riverview Golf and Country Club, corporate, social, tennis, fitness, and golf. Get it all. Become a member. It's affordable and fun. Riverview Golf and Country Club. Remodeled kitchen, bathroom, or backyard patio? There's a lot of choices, but only one leader, Estate Granite. Mike Huber has such a professional attitude and a can-do work ethic that makes him a joy to work with. Mike and his crew worked to have our new kitchen finished in five days. We came back to a true work of art. Hi, this is Brian Salato, broker and co-owner of The Real Estate Group. In today's competitive market, I think what's important is that the house is dialed in and turnkey. And what's important is that the kitchen has been renovated, the bathrooms have been renovated, granite, beautiful cabinetry, those things make a significant difference. Mike at Estate Granite has an eye for detail, an attention to perfection, and a quality build crew that are masters of their craft. Mike was there from start to finish. Hi, this is Mike from Estate Granite. I know how important quality to a homeowner is, so give me a call at 241-STONE or come by our showroom at 4900 Mountain Lakes Boulevard or visit us at estategranite.com. At Reading Electric Utility, we recognize the value of education and the impact it can have on our families and our community. Interested in pursuing a career in science, technology, engineering, or math? Start by applying for a college scholarship or technical school grant offered by Reading Electric Utility. For more information about available scholarships and grants, visit cityofreading.org slash ruscholarships. 
Applications must be submitted by March 10th, 2021. Your future looks bright. Hi, this is Mark from Haven Humane Society. It has been a challenging couple of years, and through it all, our amazing team has continued to save lives. We have so many fantastic animals that are looking for their forever homes, and with adoption fees so low, now is the time to add to your family. With puppies, kittens, dogs, cats, and so many more, we have the perfect addition. Come join our team as a volunteer and help in an area that works for you. Walking dogs, socializing cats, helping our veterinary hospital, or folding laundry. We have many opportunities and welcome all volunteers. For more information, please visit our website at havenhumane.org or follow us on Facebook. On behalf of the entire Haven team, thank you for all of your continued support as together we get closer every day to a North State with no more homeless pets. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> We're like on our last 15 minutes. Hope you guys have, um, I don't know, enjoy, enjoyed or, <laughs> or kind of vented out with us, even though you're not venting with us. Yeah. But hopefully. Maybe you, maybe you can relate in some way. Yeah. To what we're saying. I mean, it's been like, man, it's been a year or almost a year. Yeah. And honestly, well, like, like I was, wanted to end with something positive, but I'm like, man, I'm still kind of, <laughs> I'm still kind of going through this. I'm still wait, waiting. Yeah, surviving. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we all are. No right? one has choked each other out except in jujitsu. <laughs> <laughs> well, in jujitsu we do. Yes. That's what my, me and my Maybe son does to each what, other. Maybe that's what we need to do with our kids: is get them in, enrolled in like jujitsu. It's so totally can, therapeutic, like, dude. Yeah, I bet it is. Like it looks I have so fun to me. Yeah, like honestly, my, my I keep talking about this once. I have four, but. You know, for their privacy, I don't want to say their name. But I have one who gets really frustrated. And the only way we make up is if we grapple. You <laughs> <laughs> literally throw each other around. Yeah, because so he's like better it. than me. So it's like, so you are not the boss. Yeah. <laughs> I am better than you at something. But, yeah. That's funny. That's I don't know. a healthy way for parents, I think, and kids to, like, get their frustrations out, right? Because generally speaking... You know, child abuse is frowned upon. Yeah, but if you there you go. Around, you get to sign a waiver. Right, it's can. totally legal. He, he, yeah. <laughs> That's a whole other thing, right? Yeah. Well, it's and then the, if your kid's better than you, then you get abused by your oh, yeah. kids. So, in, in, my, in my, my story. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I guess I don't know how to end it with positive, except for, like, it take it day by day. Yeah. Yeah, you know, not get frustrated. There's been times of definitely heavy frustration. Um, sometimes I feel like there's also a fine line of like um, communicating with the teachers. Sometimes I feel like, am I doing too much? Am I doing too little? Yes. If I don't do too, if I not, if I don't communicate at a certain level, mm-hmm. then they think I'm neglecting my kids education mm-hmm. but then if i'm over communicating then i'm that parent then you're that parent then that you're yes and i could like, be that parent yeah just like any one of us yeah can. that's a good that is such a good point because you're right sometimes like i feel that way to a certain degree with um my daughters like yeah i i want to communicate more or yeah there is that yeah you're right there's that fine line of just like am i the helicopter or am i the absentee parent i mean where do you i don't i don't know sometimes i just don't know yeah i'm sure they struggle the same way the teachers yeah yeah you know? i'm sure they do hopefully <laughs> yeah yeah i'm sure their struggles are like probably 10 times than oh ours God. Okay, like in the lieu of positivity, we could all just be forgiving to each other. Amen. Teachers to their parents and yes. parents to the teachers because it's super new. Seriously, I think that's, and I think, you know what, Christina, when she called in earlier, I think that she made a good point that we um, didn't touch on quite as much, the COVID shaming. Like, yes. 
I, and it goes back to what you just said, like being more forgiving, more patient and more, you know, because I know when, uh, you know, when everything kind of came to a screeching halt last year, there were some parents who were like, that's it, you know, closing up shop, no one's in or out of this house. And it was, you know, batting down the hatches kind of thing. And then I had an equal number of friends that were like, yeah, no, no. we're going to still do what we're still going to live our lives. Yeah. We're still going to socialize. We're still going to do the things that we, you know, want to do and see the people because our mental health is just as important as our physical. And I was that parent in the beginning that was like, I vacillated between those two. Mm -hmm. I mean, admittedly, I was like, okay, no one's coming in or out. And then the very next week I was like, okay, we're all going to murder each other. Invite anyone you want to come over, (laughs) you know? And then it was like back to, oh no, we got it. And I felt bad because my kids were like, mom, we're getting whiplash with your back and forth. But there is a lot of that. There is a lot of like, um, well, okay, so before we came on air, I was uh, telling you two how there is uh, an educator that I know that um, has made the decision to leave, um, mm. and she was saying to me that she... She retired she, early, right? She decided that this was time for her to just move on and um because she was getting emails from parents that were saying things like i feel like you're leading my kids um into the lion's den like holding this teacher personally responsible for the health and safety of their children and and i feel like a lot of our teachers have turned into emotional punching bags and they're just following the rules and they're just doing what they you know but there is a lot of um and even amongst parents, there's that that COVID shaming, like, oh, you're you're allowing your kids to do that. Well, yeah. we are not. Your kids don't wear a mask. Well, ours. This do. is why I'm not friends with anyone. Uh, both of those reactions are totally acceptable. I feel like if you want to wear a mask and keep your kids home, you should. And if you don't, you shouldn't. We're not all going to feel the same way. We and we can't. No, we can't. no, mm-hmm. you can't have a population of people that are all going to go. Agree. They're all going to agree on things, right? So why don't we accept that? Why don't we understand and acknowledge that? And you can't beat someone into agreeing with you. You Mm -hmm. can't, you can't, it's just the way it is. It's harmony. I I like the word harmony. Yeah. You know, it's accept people for who they are. Just, you know, and don't shame anyone who's not, who's not in your level. That's right. Just, and, and you do you and let them do them and then just. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Another thing I think is interesting is the fact that our teachers aren't really allowed to discuss their own personal feelings. Yeah. um, Because, okay, listen, I'm just going to say it. So we invited teachers. Mm. We invited teachers to call in. We made an effort to reach out to teachers and ask them, and we explained that you can call in anonymously. Mm -hmm. You do not have to tell us who you are. You do not have to tell us what school you work for. You do not have to tell us what grade you teach, what role, nothing. You can just call in and say whatever you want as a representative of a school, whatever. Crickets, you guys. Afraid to lose their jobs. We got teachers that were like, no thanks. I still want to keep my job. Yeah. So what what does that say? 
I mean, I, I'm asking, I'm not, that's not a rhetorical question. That's a literal, what does that say? That teachers, even with the ability to talk to us anonymously, are afraid. What does that mean? What is that? I don't know. They're, like I said, they're probably more frustrated than we are. Mm-hmm. Way more. Mm-hmm. Or their struggles are more. Or we just don't see it. Yeah, they're, they're not, not allowed to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, I just think that's sad. I just think that's sad that they're they're afraid of any kind of repercussion from either. Um, but we do live board. in a small town, and somebody could recognize your voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they should call in with one of those voices. You know, like sound like an alien. But at the same time, Reading, for how small it is, has a lot of schools. It does. I was a bit surprised when I moved here. I'm like, there's a lot of you know so options. You so. Maurice, you were telling us that you went to school in the Philippines until you were mm-hmm. 12? Yes, yes. So what was, I mean, you know, I mean, you could draw it, it a comparison. Was, what was that like? Yeah, it was super um, into, it, first of all, it's a privilege to go to school, even if it's a pr- public school. So, you know, um, if you had socks, you were lucky. But really? you could, but yeah, it's, so it's a privilege to go to school. So if you went to school, That's, you, you cherished to go to school, you did your work, and you kept... The way to keep yourself in school is to have good grades. So it was competitive, but it was fun. And mm-hmm. um, it is very strict, too, but there's a, a level of um, um, accountability. Mm-hmm. And it's completely different vibe compared to here. R- really? In what way? Just that, that school was life, you know? Mm. And it was your way out of your situation. Ah. You know, and it was more valued than, you know, here in this country, it's like we have so many options. Like, not everybody finishes as a high school, you know, we yeah. have high school dropouts who become, what, millionaires mm-hmm. or great business owners, you know, yeah. or just, or they went to college, but they didn't use their degree. Like, that's not how it was over there, you know, and I mean, at least at the time when I went there, two more minutes. But yeah, it was completely different vibe, like school of life and um, you cherish being there and um, you respected your teachers and your, mm-hmm. you know, fellow students. Mm-hmm. So, because there but, was this common understanding of like, this is special. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, completely. Mm-hmm. And I love, and I, I loved that. That was my foundation because when I came here, I treated school that way. But then I was also disappointed because I, I came here with like, like smack dab in middle school. So I'm like, oh, oh my god, nobody a, cares about yeah. school. That's such a tough time anyway. I was just a nerd. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I it's just completely different. You know, mm-hmm. just different environment. And I, I, t- I try to remind my kids that, you know, that even though we're in this country, school is still a privilege. It is. We have to remember that going, you know, getting an education is a privilege. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes we lose sight of that. We're, we're such in a great country that provides great resources. Yeah. Yeah. That we lose sight. Well, maybe that's my positive note. There you go. <laughs> there it is. And there it is. And there it is. We found it. As Jared is giving me the one minute sign. <laughs> well, you guys, hope you enjoyed. And um, Jen, thanks for being part of us. I, oh, thank you, you are definitely going to have to come back and give us, impart your wisdom. You were like the secret sniper in the corner there. You were just like shooting some good stuff at us. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I know. She said a lot more cool stuff in, in you know, during breaks. Yeah. yeah. We don't like, force that's people. That's the real here. show happens, you guys. Seriously. <laughs> it's that's true. the real show. Well, nice thank you so much. We will um, hear you guys. You'll hear us next month. I don't know. But anyway, we'll see you next Call us. month. Follow us on Instagram. Call us. Let us know. What topic you want to hear? <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.
The news from Town Hall is brought to you on KCNR Shasta Reading by Shasta Regional Medical Center. Your life, your health, your choice. Shasta Regional Medical Center.